Welcome to this next podcast in series four. And today we're going to look at how do good leaders manage poor performers? It's a question I get quite a bit. So my first reaction is, so just tell me where this person's at. Um, there's an old war, war saying, which is probably totally politically incorrect to say these days, but it's uh, shoot the stragglers, support the wounded. And uh, so if someone in the army, they used to say, if there was someone that was just a straggler holding on to everyone else, pulling the whole army back, well, they'd shoot them. Uh, that's that's what they did. But if someone, a really good soldier that was just putting their 100% in, but they were wounded, you would carry them and support them all the way. And I think there's a bit of analogy in, for business leaders in that is, are the, is the poor performer, that's the first question I ask, are they a straggler that have just always been holding on by the coattails? Or are they a really you know top person that's just wounded? And, and it could be that they've got issues at home or Maybe they just lost what their way a bit in terms of career or something like that. So that's the first question, and hopefully it's it's they're a good person that's wounded. If they're a straggler, we might need to just give them some tough love and move them on. You've got to filter that first. But let's um, rest of this podcast is assuming let's assume that they're a wounded and we really want to help them. Uh, I want to give you some ideas on on how we might do that. So just a little bit of a war story and, and probably an example of um, you know where they should shoot the stragglers. I was asked to sort of coach someone many years ago and sort of sat down with them and you could just say they weren't that interested. And I think at the end of the day, they were just someone who was coming in, taking a decent salary, but just really winging it the whole time and probably really wanted to be doing something else. So I remember going to the owner and saying, look, you know, if you want some help with this person, it's not me. Um, you know, I can really only work with people who, who want, to, want to change and want to uh, fix where, where they are in life. So, you know, just just make sure if you're going to invest in a poor performer, that they're the right ones. The first thing you've got to do is with, with a good performer that's wounded is diagnose the current situation and, and almost get the, well, get the truth out of, of where exactly are they at. You know, what is the performance problem and why is it occurring? So a good tool for that is the, what they call the five whys. If you ask why five times, you generally get to the root cause. So you might say, well, why is Fred not performing? Uh, Fred's not performing because he's um, not getting his work in on time. Why is he not getting his work in on time? Oh, he gets distracted by other things. Why does he get distracted by other things? And you start drilling down that path, and they generally say in average it takes about the fifth why to get to the real root cause of the problem. So what I normally do is a few things. Do a little bit of a diagnostic on the person. So if you go to my website, at uh, www.bcag.net.au there's a leadership diagnostic there's a whole stack of diagnostics you could look at but there's one on on leadership and and uh, get them to do that to see where their gaps are so that's one thing you could do the second thing you could do is to get the truth out is do what they call a 360 degree review and normally when i say that people shake and shudder most people even like myself have had some bad experiences with what they call 360 and the 360 is where you get someone who is above you, uh, someone who's below you and people who are around you to just give their opinions on how they see you. Um, generally, you'd want to ask at least six to eight, maybe even 10 people, because if you have too few people, um, you, the person can work out who said what. But it's very useful to get an insight as to you know, how, how others are seeing that poor performer and again, get the truth out. Now, sometimes if you're the leader trying to help them perform, you don't know really what's going on. You've got to talk to the people around them and just 
you know, say, well, what's, you know, what's, what's this person's strengths? What's their weaknesses? Um, what should they do more of? What should they do less of? Those sorts of things to, to diagnose the truth and where the problem is. It's amazing what you can find out. Just a tip with a 360, it's got to be confidential. Um, you can't go back to the person, the poor performer and say, oh, Mary said this about you or, or Jack said this. So you can't do that. You just got to gather the data and sort of give some sort of uh, confidential feedback to the, um, the poor performer saying, look, there's a general view without naming names. The other thing I do is uh, I talk to their customers. Now they could be internal customers or they could be external customers because they'll give a different perspective as well. So very useful, you know, they might be well-respected within their team, but other departments or external customers uh, say, oh, they never return my call or they don't respond or something like that. So you need to find that out as well. The other thing I do is uh, find out uh, what their brand is. So I ask them, what do they think their brand is? And a, a definition of a brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. That's what we call a brand for people. So I ask the poor performer what they think their brand is, and then I also ask others around them what their brand is. And surprisingly, they can often be two very different uh, views. And I also watch the body language of those around them when they're dealing with them at meetings, etc. So the combination of a diagnostic 360, talk to customers and users, and finding out their brand and body language at meetings gives you a real insight of the now, where they stand in terms of the poor performer and uh, gives you some, some insights into how you might help them. Then, assuming they want to change, uh, and that's always a question, so maybe they don't want to change, maybe they, they actually want another career somewhere else or something like that, so if, if that's the case, you're probably wasting your time trying to turn around a poor performer, but let's assume they want to change. The next thing I do, now I've established the, the now and worked out where their problems are, work out their vision. So what's where do they want to be in the next three to five years? Maybe 10 years, even even further out. What's their dream in terms of life, um, their career, their business, whatever? Where do they want to take it? Where do they want to be? And, and so really have a, a really good discussion on that. And then also do what we call a personal SWOT analysis. So what do they think of their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are their big three opportunities over the next few years? And what are the big three threats that might derail them? So working out sort of the future. Once I've done gathered the data, as we talked about earlier on, done their vision, their SWOT analysis, rewrite up a personal one-page plan. If anyone wants to see how they work, have a look at my website again. Just write up a one-page personal plan. Where are they now? Where are they today? Where do they want to be? And what are the things they need to work on over the next 90 days to start the journey? and just give them 90 days. A rule of thumb uh, that I've heard and practiced myself and seen is I'd give them 90 days. So this performer, you know, you've helped them, you've done the data, you've written, helped them write up a personal plan, give them 90 days. And if they haven't changed, um, then there's another uh, probably inappropriate uh, comment called uh, FIFO, they call it, which is fit in or uh, go away. <laughs> I'm not going to say the FO bit. So it's if they're not going to change, then move on. Um, there's a view that that's harsh, but if someone's not going to change after you put all that effort into them and they don't want to drive their own change, then guess what? you're probably wasting your time. So, you know, part ways. But hopefully 
they've they've put in some action, some change, and you know you keep working with them, and hopefully you can turn around what was previously a poor performer into one of your best performers, assuming that they're and uh, were just wounded and not a straggler. So in summary, find out whether they're a straggler or they're wounded. If they're wounded, help them out. Work out the now. Work out where they want to go. Write up a plan. Give them 90 days, and then that will tell you your answer. Good luck with it. Thanks for listening. If you wanted to connect, uh, my website's bcag.net.au. Twitter is Michael Burke 173, as is LinkedIn, Michael Burke 173. You can also connect directly at mburke, that's M B U R K E, at bcag.net.au. Also, love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And thanks very much for listening, and see you next time.